refreshingly honest, bold and brutally frank. This is Bareface Stories. Music therapists know how transformational and healing music can be, especially for people who can no longer talk. Soon, you're going to hear from therapist Raylene Braunsma. Before that story, another one from Old Young's head distiller and award-winning maker of handcrafted spirits, James Young. True or false, a bottle of gin from 1736 might contain turpentine, sulfuric acid and kerosene. True, definitely the the kerosene or turpentine. Oh, really? Yeah, it was uh, not a real good time for gin. True or false, a bottle of Old Young's 1829 is made with Tuscan juniper berries, lemon myrtle and cardamom. True. Old Young's is in Perth's Swan Valley. Gin-tristing stories, gin-toxicating spirits. And now here's Raylene Bruinsma. So it's about seven years ago and I'm standing at the back of a small private room in a nursing home and in the bed in front of me there's a woman in her 60s and she's asleep. It's my first day at a new job and I'm a music therapist. So normally if someone's asleep I'd leave and I'd come back later. But I know that Janet, and that's not her real name, spends her whole life in bed and so I figure it doesn't matter when I come back she'll probably be asleep. So instead what I do is I get out my flute and I just improvise some really soft music and I'm hoping that it will kind of gently waft into her awareness. And I do that for a little while and then nothing happens. So I pick up my guitar and I sing I'll take you home again, Kathleen. And she opens her eyes. So I go over next to the bed and I finish the song. And when I've finished, she says, keep singing. (laughs) So I do. And in between songs, I try and get a bit of information from her about what sort of music she likes and that type of stuff, because that's what you do when you're a music therapist on your first day. But it's kind of hard work, because when I ask her questions like, what type of music do you like? She says, good music. And um, so I eke out tiny snippets of information until she says, don't talk, just sing. (laughs) So I do. (laughs) And then the next week when I come back into work, the sister in charge comes up to me and she says, Raylene, I read your notes about Janet last week and I find it kind of hard to believe because Janet doesn't speak. I have to say I was a bit pissed off because I felt like she was calling me a liar. But I also realised at that point that what had happened in that session the previous week was pretty special. And over the next couple of years, Janet probably only spoke to me maybe two or three times again. And when she did, it was only one or two words. And most weeks when I went to see her, I really got hardly any response at all. Maybe half the time, you know, if I was lucky, I'd notice her breathing change or she'd turn her head slightly, or even smile a little bit. And on a really, really rare occasion, she might even open her eyes and smile at me. And they were really magic moments when that happened. 
And um, after this had been going on for about two years, one day the sister in charge came up to me again and she said, Raylene, there's going to be a court case. And the thing that I haven't told you yet about Janet is that she had no swallow reflex. And that meant that if she tried to eat or drink on her own, that she would choke to death. So she was actually fed by what we call a pig feed, P-E-G, um, an intravenous tube into her arm. And the court case was to decide whether this was going to continue or whether they were going to take her off that system. And later that morning, I got a phone call from someone from the court wanting to know what I could tell her about Janet's quality of life with the 15 minutes a week that I spent with her. And um, then things continued as normal and I heard nothing more. And so I kind of assumed that, you know, it had been forgotten. For about another year, I kept seeing Janet every week. Until one morning I came into work and the sister in charge said to me again, well, spoke to me again and she said this time, Raylene, this morning we took Janet off her peg feed. So that means that she's going to die in the next two to three days. So today, on this day when I go to see Janet, I know that it's the last time that we're going to see each other. And when I go into her room, she's awake. And she tries to speak to me. And I'm normally pretty good at understanding people who are difficult to understand. It's part of my job to be good at that. But try as I did, I couldn't make sense of what Janet was saying. Her words were mumbled and croaky and really soft. And she kept trying. And she was really determined. And she kept trying and trying and trying to speak to me. And eventually I said to her, you know what, Janet? I'm really sorry. I can see how hard you're trying. But I just can't understand. Do you think you can try one more time? And she did, and I still didn't understand. And she still wouldn't get up, give up. And eventually, we were both so frustrated that I said, I'm so sorry, I can see this is really, really important to you, that you have something to say, but I'm still not getting it. We don't have much time. How about we share it together, enjoying some music? But Janet still wouldn't give up, she was determined to communicate with me. And she tried and tried and tried, and eventually I did get it. And I felt a bit stupid because she'd only spoken two words. And the two words that she spoke were, thank you. And so now that I'd understood, she leant back, satisfied against her pillow, and I picked up the guitar and I sang. I'll take you home again, Kathleen. Thank you. That was Raylene Bruinsmart. Next week on Bareface, we've all got to make a living. So as I continue south, I see he has a fairly large penis for a dead guy. <laughs> <laughs> so naturally, I slice it in half. <laughs> Stephanie Young cuts up cadavers. She named one of them George. You'll hear her story next week on Bareface. In the meantime, check out one of our live shows. All the information is at bareface.com.au.
The music heard on our podcast is done by Odette Mercy and her soul, Atomics. Producers are Amber Cunningham and Katie McAllister. Big thanks to our sponsors, Old Youngs. My name's Andrew Gibbs. Catch you next week. <laughs>